Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Radio Entrepreneurs. My name is Jeffrey Davis, and the, the other person with the entrepreneurial logo is Nathan Gobes, my producer. Welcome, uh, Nathan. Thanks for joining me. Thanks, Jeffrey. And uh, we consistently and continue to stream stories of entrepreneurship and stories and how people are dealing with their leadership and their organizations and the chaos of this world that surrounds us every day with new challenges. And our next guest, I'm glad to introduce, Graham Dodge. President of PathCheck. Welcome, Graham. Thank you for having me, Jeffrey. Thank you, Graham. Graham, what is PathCheck? PathCheck is a 501c3 nonprofit that was founded at MIT during the COVID pandemic. And it was set up to address the need to develop open source software that was privacy preserving for people to use for COVID tracking and for contact tracing, exposure notifications, and vaccine verification. And since then, it's grown to be about, I think, the latest number is that we've shipped about over a billion credentials, meaning all our code is now integrated into um, all these various vaccine verification apps, exposure notification apps around the world to the point where there's about about billion people using them. Wow. Why did you go nonprofit? Well, nonprofit was um, really in in the best interest of the organization because in this space, and I come from this space as a previously as, a, as an entrepreneur or CEO of a privately held company, you know, a lot of the problems in public health are the data silos that have been created through pr- private interests. And so what PathCheck's founders really wanted to accomplish in this case, and it wasn't, um, it wasn't me. I, I'm not a founder of this organization. I, I came in later as the president, which is an interesting transition for me, having been a founder myself. Um, but the founders wanted to make sure that that didn't happen, that there wasn't, this wasn't a data silo play, that this wasn't going to be something that, um, that wasn't interoperable with other systems. And so, that, so it's in the DNA of being a nonprofit and being an open source initiative. Well, uh, and the transition, can you explain, you know, obviously as an entrepreneurial show, can you explain to me some of the organizational dynamics around that? Well, so my own transition, you mean from being, well, you said you, you weren't, you said you were brought in sort of, you, you transitioned into the role. It wasn't necessarily the original goal. Correct. Right. So I, I had previously founded another company called SickWeather. And SickWeather tracked the spread of disease using social listening. And we operated, I was the CEO and founder of that organization from about 2011 to 2019. I stepped down and had a change of control right before the pandemic hit. But during the pandemic, I was in a two-year non-compete, you know, non, um, you know, all all that kind of stuff. (laughs) And so I basically had to, I couldn't do anything. And I had friends of mine who ended up uh, coming together and founding PathCheck Foundation during the pandemic. And then at some point, once they needed uh, new leadership, because, you know, as the pandemic kind of waned, the people who had started it needed to go back to doing their other jobs. And here I was sort of sitting on the sidelines, just, you know, coming out of my two-year non-compete with sick weather and, and ready to, you know, hit the ground running. So um, as soon as they had that opportunity, I, I jumped in and they, you know, brought me in with, you know, open arms. And um, it's been a, it's been great to be able to take what I learned over the past, I guess, eight, nine years with sick weather 
and start to apply it to what we're doing at PathCheck, which is now focused on developing um, crowdsourced platforms, crowdsourcing platforms for people to use in between pandemics now that we're coming out of this one. Interesting. Now you say a billion users. Uh, my guess is this is not a competitive category for you. <laughs> That's right. So uh, PathCheck is, you know, because it's open source, it has been uh, forked from GitHub, um, obviously a lot, many times. And that's why that billion dollar number is there. It's because we have several third-party integrators representing entire nations who have taken our code and deployed it uh, to build their own system. So um, if it weren't for PathCheck's code underpinning these systems, I don't know where they would be today. Hmm. Wow, interesting. Uh, so how do you see this evolving over the next couple of years? Because again, the pandemic is, continues to indicate that there's waves, there's an increase in over the majority of states of COVID. So how do you see this evolving? Well, the virus itself is following uh, a pattern of mutating to be uh, less severe each time. And that's, that's a good thing. And that's sort of expected uh, by most virologists. Um, so we are looking at this becoming endemic if it isn't already. And then how do we live with it? So how do we live with influenza, you know, would be the, you know, the analogy there. And once we, um, you know, we know what that looks like. I mean, flu prior to COVID cost, I think it was U.S. businesses, something like $16 billion a year in lost productivity because of flu season. So there's a huge impact that COVID is going to continue to have alongside of flu, alongside of you know, RSV, respiratory syncytial virus, alongside of, you know, hand, foot, mouth disease and daycares. And so people are going to want to know what these things are when they're emerging and how to avoid them. And so that's what uh, PathCheck is planning on, on building now is this open source, open platform crowdsourcing uh, feature that will let people, and this will be open source other, again, just like we did with vaccine verification, other nations, other agencies can take this code and deploy it. But the idea is we want to be able to provide the code that says, here's, here's what you use in between pandemics to help stave off the next one by informing everyone of risk in real time. And that's our goal right now. Interesting. Uh, I, uh, I'm just wondering also, how do you generate revenue for this business? Is it through, and who is, what, is it organizations that give donations or how's the whole funding system working? Yeah, so, so far we have relied heavily on outside funding from donors and foundation, fund, foundational support. Um, we have, we do have revenue. We are sustainable in the sense that even though what we develop and what our volunteers develop is open source, oftentimes, um, our clients need to have these things integrated and they don't have the expertise on staff to do that. So they will basically contract with PathCheck's developers to um, tailor the code to their needs and to deploy it. So in that case, you know, we have, I think it's about seven different states that we've worked with, for example, like Minnesota, Louisiana, Hawaii. Um, these are all states that have actually contracted with PathCheck to for that extra well, sort of last mile support to get the open source code built into whatever platform they need it built into. Uh, that's all very interesting and exciting. I, and I hope you come back again and tell us how everything is evolving. 
We've been speaking with Graham Dodge, president of PathCheck. Uh, I, I assume PathCheck is uh, in most of our lives and we didn't even know it, uh, those of us who have been vaccinated. Uh, Graham, if someone's looking for you or PathCheck, how would they find you? They would go to pathcheck.org um, and they can certainly email me directly, graham.dodge at pathcheck.org. Oh, that's very easy. And again, I want that commitment to come back again. We want to know how things are evolving. Again, speaking with Graham Dodge, President of PathCheck, uh, and also Nathan Gobes, the producer of Radio Entrepreneurs. Uh, we're going to be taking a break. We'll be right back with more stories. Thank you, Graham. Thank you, Jeffrey.